Happy holidays, Food Heals Nation. I hope you'll join me in helping me co-produce this show. I want to hear what you want to hear next in 2023 on the Food Heals podcast. And if you help me co-produce the show, you're going to be entered to win one of 10 gift bags, okay, with all my favorite products. So let's hear what's in the bags, right? You want to know. We've got Athletic Greens AG1 Delicious Pineapple Green Juice. We've got My Vital C's ESS60 for your longevity. We've got Detox. Toxidine, B12, and Kercetin from the Global Healing Center to detox your body and boost your immunity. We've got Just Thrives Just Calm for better mood and sleep, and Just Thrives Spore Base Probiotic. We've got Spirulina and Chlorella, your favorite algae from Energy Bits. We've got the holiday issue of Veg News, your favorite vegan magazine. We've got Renewed's Chagachino, which is a delicious mushroom based adaptogenic coffee that I die for. We've got Organifi's nutritional powders like gold, like pure, which aid in vibrancy and sleep and energy. We've got CBD fountains, vitamin C face cream, yes please, CBD sleep capsules, CBD pain rub, and lip balm. All of this can be yours. I've got 10 of these amazing gift bags in the giveaway for you. All you have to do to enter is go to foodhealsnation.com slash gift. That's where you're going to fill out a short survey sharing what it is that you like about the show Food Heals, what you would like to see more of, what guests you would like to see more of, what you would like to see less of. Help me produce the show that you love. So what I'd love for you to do is head on over to Spotify because I just inked a deal with Spotify. So we want to give Spotify lots of love and show Spotify how much Food Heals is listened to on their platform. So head over to Spotify, hit that follow button and screenshot it. That is for one entry into the giveaway. For two entries into the giveaway, create a playlist on Spotify and add your favorite Food Heals episodes to the playlist. Screenshot that. That is two entries. Then just head on over again to foodhealsnation.com slash gift. You may have to sign into your Google or Gmail account, but that's how you can fill out the survey where you upload those screenshots and tell me everything you do like and don't like about Food Heals. And then you'll share your address with me. So if you win, I know exactly where to send your swag bag. All right, Food Heals Nation, I can't wait to hear from you and I can't wait to announce the winners. Again, it's all over at foodhealsnation.com slash gift, G-I-F-T. Holistic Voice presents the Food Heals podcast with your hosts, Alison Melody and Susie Hardy. Join the Food Heals Nation and learn the secrets to go from feeling unwell to healing yourself. Warning, side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, an increase in sexual activity, feelings of joy, cravings for kale and quinoa, and a spike in Tinder matches. In real cases, women have experienced a strong desire to stop asking their boyfriends if they look fat and stress. If you experience any of these symptoms, post a selfie to Instagram immediately. All right, welcome Food Heals Nation. Thanks for joining me. I'm Allison Melody. Hope you are enjoying your holidays. It is apparently the coldest it's ever been in 25 years here in Nashville. There is snow on the ground. It was basically a blizzard last night. The sun did not melt any of the snow. So I may be stuck here until further notice. I'm actually super grateful I'm not trying to catch a flight today because I know a lot of people have been delayed or straight up had flights canceled. So I wish you the best of luck in getting home to your loved ones. And I'm trying to drive home to uh, first to Atlanta uh, to see Ashley. You guys know Ashley Fillingham, my girl. And then I'm going to go home to Chapel Hill, North Carolina. Well, Carrie, Raleigh, Durham, that's where all my friends live, and um, see some of them and their families, really the people that I grew up with and whose parents are kind of my 
my substitute parents because obviously, you know, that my parents are no longer with us, but they kind of had a hand in raising me because the, all these parents had to work together to control our little crazy butts, our little teenage craziness. Um, and, uh, they all became really good friends. And so they always share fond memories of my family. And then most of my friends have now had kids. So I'm Aunt Allie when I go home. I love all of these adorable children. Um, Amy's, Sarah's, Kobe's, Carly's. I miss all of you guys and other precious children. They're kind of like my nieces and nephews, and it's great to go and spend time with them and their families. So that's what I'm up to. I hope you're up to something amazing. All right, let's get to the show. Have you ever woken up one day to the startling realization that you just may be in an abusive relationship. I have, my guest has, (laughs) so you're not alone. But what are the signs to look for? What the heck is gaslighting? What is a covert narcissist versus just a regular old narcissist? My guest today, Linda Mitchell, answers these questions and more on this episode of Food Heals. Linda Mitchell is a leading women's health expert. She's a best-selling author. She's a fitness boutique owner. She's creator of the Sisterhood of Sweat, which is a brand and a podcast, which I was on maybe a year and a half ago, if you want to go back and listen. And after surviving domestic violence, Linda has made it her mission to empower other women by helping them take responsibility for their health so they can be in the best shape physically and emotionally. Plus, stick around to the second half of the show where we discuss Linda's anti-aging secrets and how she looks 30, even though she's actually in her 60s. Shh. (laughs) But no, you can Google her. She looks amazing. Plus, we're talking holiday tips and advice for the time between now and the new year. Roll it, Roxy. The Food Heals Podcast starts now. All right, Food Heals Nation, please welcome Linda Mitchell to Food Heals. Linda, I'm so glad to have you on my show because last time I was on your show and now you get to be on my show. I am so excited to be here with you. Your show uh, rocks and I loved having you on the Sisterhood of Sweat, the guests uh, as a guest. All my audience really love that show. So, Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. Yay. Well, thank you. And um, before we dive in, why don't you tell us a little bit about Sisterhood of Sweat so people know, because, you know, I know the podcast listeners are like, what other great podcasts should I listen to? So maybe tell us a little bit about your show. So the Sisterhood of Sweat, Sweat stands for Strong Women Empowering Achieving Together. And I formulated the Sisterhood of Sweat during a time where Uh, it, It was kind of a rough time in my business. And, you know, I always think sometimes the rough times is what brings uh, you, it's like a catalyst for change. Uh, I love, you know, that it's your transportation to something better. And so it was just this rough time in my business. And I really started thinking intentionally about what I wanted and what I was about and what my vision was and what my mission was, because seeing what it wasn't really made me understand what it was, which was I wanted to have this place for women where they had this place to connect, a soft place to fall, uh, fall, to feel safe, to feel heard and understood. Because once upon a time, I found myself with my voice almost snuffed out and I felt growing up that my mom, you know, kind of grew up in that era. I didn't feel like she really had a voice. And so I really, after going through, you know, domestic violence in my first marriage and making it out, I really felt like I never wanted another woman to go through what I did and not have the support that she needed and to recognize what she was worthy of. And I wanted to have this community where women supported one another and had each other's back. And that was like my whole intention in creating the Sisterhood of Sweat. Plus, I really think that sweating and working out and having community is so empowering. It could help you through anything. 
Yes, I agree. And I love the title of your show and, of course, the mission as well. And, you know, most of us who start these missions to help others, it's because we went through a trauma, we survived something. And so when we are on the journey of, you know, discovering who we are after that trauma and how to have these tools in our lives to make sure that we don't... um, fall back into bad patterns or let it destroy us and instead let it us let it empower us right and so as a, a survivor of domestic violence could you take us back through maybe um to help some people what was that like and what are some signs that people can look out for cuz i don't want to gloss over like what you went through to get here to help people it's not like it happened every day but you lived in this fear of when it would happen again Mm. and you're in it and it takes you a while to realize, Oh, I'm being abused. Like, you know, I know that sounds crazy, but it's like how, uh, you know, if you put a frog in hot water, you know, the frog doesn't realize it's being boiled until it's being boiled. And when things got, escalating and they got to a dangerous place and I realized it was going to turn towards my children and that it Mm. was, I knew that I had to do something. And so, you know what, it's kind of like facing giants of fear in your life when you're scared to death or you feel intimidated or uh, your knees are knocking. You, you, you might have these stories in your head where, Maybe your confidence has been broken down. Maybe somebody's helped that process. But just realize today that like you're worthy of having the life of your dreams and having someone that supports that, not living a life where you're being demeaned, devalued, um, where you feel afraid. And I knew what I and my children, I were worthy of. I just had to face the giant, which was six foot four. Um, and really once I did that, I, my whole life changed. I mean, it was a big step because I got married when I was 18, had my first Mm -hmm. child at 19, two by 21. And I had never really worked full time. I didn't know how I was going to make ends meet. I didn't know how I was going to take care of my children. But one thing I did know was that digging ditches for a living would be better than living like that. And Mm -hmm. I think once I just really faced the reality, it wasn't going to change. And that only 4% of abusers change. I was, Mm. I stopped being hooked on the hope of that. And I started looking at the reality of what it was. God, I have chills. It's like, And I've been not in the same situation, but as a person who's been through emotional abuse, I can relate so much to the fear of when it will happen again, but also a belief that things can change and things can get back to where they were because at one point there was love and at one point there was so much safety and cherishedness that you're like, no, that's still there. And it's very hard to accept sometimes that it's not and it's never going to go back. And it was basically, yes, it's so, so much like that because you have the person that you love, but then you have the person that they're being. And it's so hard to decipher between the two. Um, but I remember the counselor saying they hide who they are so they can be who they are. So, so basically, oh, oh God, like, I have chills again. <laughs> I know. So, I mean, I grew up in a house, uh, you know, my mom had, um, manic depression. Um, she, but she was a good, she was a good mom. She just, she had a, you know, a a mental illness. And so, um, she had a chemical imbalance. So I kind of grew up in a household. It was a, it was a great, you know, I had a great dad. I mean, I think I had a somewhat normal childhood with dysfunction. Mm -hmm. So I think like I, grew up with all of this going on, which kind of set me up to not recognize what normal is. Tell me about what are your opinions on some of these words that have been thrown around in the past few years, 
But I learned about them in psychology maybe, I don't know, let's say 10 years ago. And now they're like in our common lexicon thrown around like, oh, this person is a narcissist. Oh, this person is that. <laughs> you did. Okay. This person is gaslighting me. And I do, I absolutely believe that these are terms that we need to know what they are so that we can recognize the signs of a narcissist who does exactly what your psychologist said. But at the same time, when they're thrown around, it's like you could call someone these words that aren't actually those performing those actions. And so it almost makes the words lose their value. So I'd love to hear your opinion on some of that. So I do, uh, I do know a lot about the topic and I've done a lot yeah. of research. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> Unfortunately. Uh, I think, you know, now at, you know, at the age that I'm at, I can look back and really see things and they, uh, unfortunately stem from childhood of being blamed and shamed and, um, you know, things that went on, um, you know, I hate, I hate to think about it, but I was unprotected. I, I got molested at a young age of eight by my grandfather. I had to keep it secret. Mm. Um, I carried that with me for years. And I think, the thing is, is if you are with a narcissist, you got to look back and see when you, when all did this start? Because it didn't start with <laughs> the first narcissist you're with. Mm. It, it probably, you might have to look back and look and say, was one of your parents, were they narcissistic? Because you can't, you can't spot this because it's too close to your normal. Mm. And so back to what you asked me about narcissism, it's if you're a people pleaser and you're used to, like in my family, I was always very attuned to what was going on because um, you want to be safe, right? So you're very attuned. Uh, you're very attuned to the emotions of somebody's emotions because they could be all over the place. So you learn at an early age for self-protection that you need to be attuned to the emotions in the room. And so I think you become empathic, you know, you become like, I could literally walk in a room and somebody might be trying to hide something and I feel it. Mm -hmm. I know it. Wow. And I, it just comes from that protection at an early age of you're seeing all these things, you're in these dynamics and it's just so you become people pleasing. You become the person that gives too much, the person that sacrifices too much. And that is prime target for any narcissist out there. They are drawn to that because they that's what they need. They need that that feed. They want to feed off of, you know, you may be a go-getter, you may be a strong person but they feed off of that energy. And so you're like a magnet. I hate to say it, Right. For, you know, you have to really understand what narcissism is because I never even understood it. I literally thought, oh, you're saying he's a narcissist? What? Uh, well, I, I just didn't even know what it meant until I looked it up and there's several different types. And um, you could have, a you know, one that's very puffed up. They're very, look at me, look at what I do, look how handsome I am, look at the car I drive. Um, mm -hmm. Or you could be with a covert narcissist, which is more sneaky. And um, they're always doing things that you can't quite call out mm, that nobody yeah. sees that's underneath the surface. And they're emotionally, emotionally, they're assaulting you on a regular basis. But you, you, it's, it's one of the worst things. I almost think it's worse than being beat is being with a covert narcissist. I, I can imagine because you are, it, it, it is the frog boiling in water. And that's where the term, I think gaslighting really applies because it makes you feel like you are going crazy and you cannot speak because they twist everything. And then you start to believe that you are the problem. You are the wrong one. And they, they know that you are so loving that you will take that blame, right? And yeah. so it's like this constant horrible manipulation and you don't know you're in it until you're so far away from it. Only then can you look back and go, wow, 
how was I manipulated to that degree? Well, because you're a nice person and you believed in them and you believe in people and you love people and that's who they look for. That's who they thrive off of. As you said, people like us who are sweet and empathic are a magnet for them. So we have to be very aware and wary. Luckily, you've got your sixth sense about you. I've started to get my sixth sense about me as well. But for years, it would be friends, girlfriends as well, not just men, um, but people that would prey on my energy and their ability to manipulate me because I would just be like, sure, whatever you need. You know, I'm here to help. I'm here to serve. I'm here to please you. As you said, the people pleaser. And so when we recognize those things, it actually allows us to take our power back. And I feel like my word of 2022 and 2023 is boundaries. Like, no, like my, and my answer used to be, yes, anything you need, friend, friend or boyfriend, you know, friend or relationship. Now it is absolute no until I believe that it's, you deserve the yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. A hundred percent. You have to earn the trust. Yeah. You don't just get it freely. And also I had to recognize that, you know, I was violated at a very young age. I wasn't taught proper boundaries. And so for me, I hate to say, but like, I really didn't start learning to set proper boundaries until probably 55 and to recognize that I wasn't, that I wasn't setting the boundaries I need to set. Right. And um, boundaries are so important. You know, you get these people like these, these narcissists in your life and it's because you didn't have better boundaries. It's because you didn't know what the red flags were. But some of the red flags would be a person that constantly invalidates your feelings. They deny anything that has happened right in front of your face. Right. Uh, like they say it didn't or they try to rewrite history like it never happened. Like Right. Or they do something to you and then blame you for it and you believe they're right. Yes. And they blame you and you keep thinking, if I could just do it better, yeah. if I could just figure out what I'm doing wrong. Um, and so then you're, you know, on this and it's always, always like circular conversations. There's things that never get resolved. Right. They can be very controlling. Uh, they set a set of rules for you. They set a set, you know, that. Uh, but not for them. So like, <laughs> <laughs> so you've got a rule book that keeps changing, but like the same rules don't apply to them. It's for, you know, the, not for me. Right. right. And <laughs> so it, it could be maddening if anyone out there is listening to this. Uh, there are tools. If you're in a relationship like that, I hate to tell you they're hard to get out of. Um, and you, you really need tools to be able to survive until you do get out of them because they don't change. They don't really change either. So what are some of the tools that helped you um, to leave and to get out of it? So I think having a support system, number one, yeah. is so important. And I think knowledge is power. So, you know, research your topic, if it's physical abuse, if it's narcissistic abuse, emotional, research your topic and read the heck out of everything that you can get your hands on. Because the more knowledge that you empower yourself with, something's going to stick and click inside of you. And, and somehow that's going to help you, I think, to rise up. But in the midst of it all, the biggest thing I find is don't absorb. Like, when they're saying, you know, terrible things and um, assassinating your character, just observe, mm. don't absorb it inside and don't respond. Don't respond. Don't engage. Um, don't explain. Don't personalize. Don't defend. Which is really hard to do. I want to say it, it is... takes time. You have, to, you have to practice not saying things for a long time until you actually stop. <laughs> it is so hard. But can I tell you, when you learn to do that, you get your power back because that's how yes. that's how they get you engaged. Exactly. Yeah, they get you in this uh, this ball. Like I like to call it the tar baby, like from Brer Rabbit. Like, <laughs> and if anybody's ever watched that. Um, I think it used to be like a, a, you know, a fairy tale, like a cartoon. It would be on, I think Disney even, 
but it was basically this this rabbit would walk by and the tar baby would basically throw out the bait which is what the narcissist does and Mm -hmm. uh and, and start saying all these things to insult the rabbit and then pretty soon the rabbit gets angry see and starts defending himself and he gets in and he starts punching at the tar baby and he gets all tangled up in the tar and Mm. to me that analogy is perfect for narcissism because they want to feed off of your energy and how can they get to it the best way is to instigate something and what do they do they gaslight so they say all these insulting things about your character they start defending or they blame shift. And then all of a sudden, whatever you brought to them to talk about has suddenly become your fault. Or they yep. point the finger and say, look, she's burning. She's crazy. But they instigated it all. I mean, you're you're speaking my language. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, and probably many people listening, you're like, yeah, been there. Or maybe you're in it. And if you're in it, girl, get out. Uh, you know, and um, if you're unclear on what gaslighting is, there is a movie that it's based on, and I think it was 1944, and it was Ingrid Berman, and the relationship starts out magical, and they fall in love, and then they move in together, and he starts doing things like I think the gaslighting was because he was doing something to the lights, and she was like the lights, and he's like no, and like it just gets worse and worse from there. And there's like jewelry, and she starts thinking she's crazy because of all of the things he's doing to manipulate her. So it's a perfect example, uh, and that's where the term came from of what what might be happening to you today. And it can be with words, without physical violence. This is all words and manipulation and you don't know you're in it. And God, if you have kids get out too, because you don't want to accidentally raise a little, a little narcissist too, who (laughs) learns from their dad or, or women. Hey, women can be um, narcissists as well. And women can gaslight certainly. So if you're a man in the relationship, friendship, whatever it is, take Linda's advice and get the F out. Cause it's not, you're never going to fix them. You're never going to find that love again uh, with that, with that person, unfortunately. Right. And I would just lastly just say that to examine the way you feel after you're with these people, do they make you feel crazy? Are they assassinating your character? Do you feel drained? Um, Just uh, they make you miserable. And then uh, uh, I hate to say it, but they also try to take away little by little everything that gives you joy. And they it's they're just very controlling. So I would just say those are the things just basic things to look for. But to arm yourself, you could really go, I I really love Rebecca Zung. And uh, there's several, several people online, but she, I would say she's probably my favorite one to listen to. And you could just get so many tools just from like going and getting some of those free tools on YouTube from Rebecca's videos. Absolutely. Well, I love tips like that and tools and podcasts to listen to, YouTube videos to watch, any anything to make you feel less alone and to make you feel empowered. Um, so Linda, let's go back to your story. So um, you got the heck out of there and you went on to build this beautiful brand and make this your beautiful family and everything like that. But take me through what happened next and how we got to the sisterhood of sweat that you have today. <laughs> so um you know, looking back, I, I realized that I, I was at the YWCA. I worked there. It was a perfect job for me at the time. They had like a women's shelter. I was working with abused children as well as just like your normal population because they uh, I became the fitness director and they had me working okay. one night. I remember distinctly in the shelter and the women were sitting around and they were telling their stories and I knew that I did not want to let my circumstances dictate how everything turned out and that I didn't want to live in my story, but I wanted to change my story and I wanted to help other people change their stories. Cause I was listening to people that were still, you know, it might've happened 10 years ago or it might've happened you know, a year ago, and they're still living in that story. And so I remember thinking, I just this heartfelt thing of someday, I want to have a place where women can go 
and they can feel protected and feel safe when I'm through this and I have the resources. And so that was the dream. So I worked in fitness pretty much, you know, ever since I was in my 20s. And I'm 60, mm -hmm. I'm 60 now. And I've been running the Sisterhood of Sweat for about eight and a half years. And mm -hmm. it started out in a very small, small studio. And I remember thinking when I was in there one day, I, I've been playing small. I'm ready to go big. And I said, I prayed that. And then yeah. the landlord tripled the rent the very next week. Wow. And I was, like, That's not what I asked for. Yeah. And um, <laughs> on top of that, um, I was a fitness competitor and I was in the heyday of my competing, doing really well. And I completely ripped a hamstring from the groin with bone fragments. And I was flat on my back at this, mm. at this time. And I really felt at this time here, I've prayed this prayer. The landlord comes in, he's tripling my rent. I can't do anything fitness related. <laughs> I'm, no, no. I'm harnessed, you know, to 90 degrees with, and I had to have my hamstring reattached and I'm just like, Oh my gosh, how am I ever going to, live my life as a champion, first of all, was the thought. And am I mm -hmm. ever going to, you know, I just had these thoughts of, am I ever going to meet anybody cool again? Am I ever going to be able to, I'm not the person I thought, you know, this fitness person, I can't even you know, do anything. And, oh, yeah. um, and so that's when God really showed up for me in a greater way, but it took two more injuries. I have to say, cause I'm stubborn. <laughs> yeah. two more horrific injuries like the next one was my groin or uh, my hamstring I got up from and I did a show at seven months I should have never done I tore that hamstring not as bad and then a year out I completely ripped my groin from the pelvis with bone fragments again and so let me just say I said God I surrender what what is it you want me to know what do I need to learn? What do mm -hmm. I need to hear? When am I running past that? You know, cause I, I traditionally have been known to be on an obstacle course going so fast that I ran past um, the box where we were supposed to get our clues for, it was like a scavenger kind of obstacle uh. course and people <laughs> were hollering for me to come back. And I, I mean, what blessing am I running past because I'm so stuck on who I think I am and instead right. of who I really, really am at my core. So I let mm -hmm. go of all of that. I literally surrendered, um, you know, and that was the game changer. That's when my mission and my vision really came in so clear and I remember I was just, I was in the, I had been in the little studio. I'd said, we need to go bigger, go home. And we went big, we went bigger. Uh, and then I'm in the, the, the big studio and a pandemic hits and I keep right. feeling, I keep feeling called, I keep feeling called, um, that I'm supposed to do more, you know, that this, this was the time for me to really step into this heartfelt vision that I had. And God just really showed up for me in a greater way. I expanded during the middle of a pandemic twice um, and just built the community and the, and the gem of my dreams that, that I couldn't do on my own. I'm just saying it, it literally was effortless. And the biggest thing for me was, I was afraid each and every time that I felt called to do something bigger. My knees were knocking. I just remember praying and I was like, God, do you rescue people? And, or do we need to do it ourselves? Like I did when I was in that marriage, you know, do you rescue people? And the very answer I got very quickly was God rescues his people. I had walked into the hospital I'd seen a pink purse. It drew me to this box that had motivational things in it. And it was right after I prayed 30 seconds after I picked up 
this motivational thing and it said, uh, I can't remember the exact verse, but God rescues his people. And so I, I was like, okay, that was pretty direct. That was a pretty direct answer, <laughs> you know? Wow, that's really cool. So the pink purse then, why I'm mentioning that, because it happened two other times with a pink purse. Um, and, and I think God knows what we truly desire. He knows the desires of your heart. He knows what you like. He cares about you. And he cares about what you like and what your desires are. And I was in the studio again, having one of those days. And I prayed that again, God, do you rescue people? And I'd literally bumped into my iPad. I've never heard this song before. And believe me, it gives me chills to this day because I've never heard the song. And my gym is SOS Sisterhood of Sweat. And it was by Lauren Daigle. It was called Rescue. And I don't know if you've heard it, but it was, he hears your cry in the middle of the night. And it talked about how he would rescue you like in the middle of the night. And it just, the vision came to me that the place was for God had heard women's cry and that they weren't alone. And that's what my place was for. And so it really spoke to me. And soon as I, that had happened, my friend came in with this gigantic pink purse <laughs> and I'd been praying about, do I take over the other side? This is a pandemic for crying out loud. <laughs> is this a right, right. time to be, you know, most gyms are closing, you know? And so the landlord came up as I walked out the door and we had been going back and forth for 12 months over this. And he said, I want you, after she gave me the pink purse, I walked out, I want you to have this place. And so here we are, we've expanded, you know, three times. I'm doing more than I ever dreamed I could ever do and never thought I could do what I'm doing now. And so I would just say your circumstances don't dictate how high you can rise. Oh, absolutely. Mic drop, everyone. Thank you, Linda, for being here. Just kidding. Um, So, you know, I love the fact that you had to ask the same question twice because it's like we have so much trust and then we get shown something and then we're like, well, I'm going to need some more. I'm going to need some more. There's I think it's an Instagram meme and it's like, dear God, show me a sign and then or universe, whatever. And then God's like, here's a sign. And you're like, "Mm, I'm going to need a signier sign than that. Like, (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh, for sure. And, and I don't know why we do this because I, I do, I, I definitely battle between total trust and total, um, no, I create this and no, God's got my back. Right. So I, I waddle between those two beliefs and, and sometimes I need to be in that type A, I'm in control. And sometimes I need to be in that you know, breath state where I trust that universe has my back, whatever. Anyway, so I, I love that story for that fact because it's super relatable because it's like I trust and I need to verify multiple times. You're going to have to do that for me, right? Like, <laughs> right. Anyways, I just kept thinking, is this me, God, or is this you? Because like I yeah, didn't yeah, go to yeah. business school. I was never planning on running like a business like this. And, right. you know, or a podcast or speaking or any of it, you know. And so I felt called to do all. And so you know, you do question, you do ask, and he does answer. Food Heals Nation, did you know that scientists have discovered that when some people lose weight, their blood suddenly shows the presence of pesticides that haven't actually been used in 40 years? Can you believe that? This is because the body stores toxins in our fat cells. And fat cells are kind of like a dry sponge in this way. The more fat cells in the body, the more likely we are to store those toxins. So this is why detoxing and weight loss always go hand in hand. 
Organifi Green Juice is a delicious superfood blend with several superfoods that are shown to assist the body with detoxing. It's a great complement for any weight loss plan to help speed up your results. And you know, I think it tastes absolutely delicious. They've got the mint flavor or they've got the new crisp apple flavor. I like them both. Choose whichever one resonates with you. They've got rave reviews. Of course, it's all 100% USDA certified organic and non-GMO certified, all vegan, all the things that you know are important to you that are important to me. So support your body's natural detox process and reach a healthy weight much easier, much faster in 2023 and beyond. And Food Heals Nation, mark your calendars because between Monday, 1226, December 26th, and Tuesday, January 3rd, Organifi wants to help you kick off your New Year's goals. So they have discounted all of their wellness kits. So exciting, which you can find on the website by going to shop kits. So you can purchase any kit like the Sunrise to Sunset kit, the Reset and Unwind stack, the Immune Support stack, and more all over at OrganifiShop.com slash FoodHeals. And you're going to get a free digital health guide with the purchase of a kit plus an additional 20% off the already discounted price when you use my coupon code for you, Food Heals. And one last thing before I wrap this up, the 31st of this month is the last date you can get the gold pumpkin spice before it goes away until next fall. You know I love my pumpkin spice. You know I love my gold. So if you love the pumpkin spice gold as much as I do, go stock up now. Make sure you order yourself some before December 31st because then it goes away until fall. Again, it's all over at OrganifiShop.com slash food heals. And of course, you know what to do. Use the coupon code food heals to save 20% off your order. Cheers and happy holidays. Food Heals Nation. Something that you are an expert on that I'd love to talk about, especially maybe during the holiday season when people might be worried a little bit about what they're putting on their plates, overeating, gaining weight during the holidays. And you're such a fitness expert and especially when you help women and there's so many uh, things that women can do that are different from what men can do when it comes to building muscle, fat burning, that type of thing. Can you give us some maybe some holiday tips that you would recommend uh, people going into the holidays, whether it's mindset, exercises, food tips, things like that, that can kind of help us navigate this time where we might be a little bit worried about weight gain and holiday stress and those types of things. You know, the biggest thing I think is people think they're deprived if they don't eat all of the things like that. Like if they don't indulge. If they don't indulge. But you know, if you, like, I have millions of recipes I'd be happy to, to share with the listeners. Like, I make snickerdoodles. I make no-bake cookies. I make all these things, but I make them 100% with the healthiest ingredients. No weight gain here because you're you're making these things. They're delicious, but, like, I don't have that food coma hangover afterwards because I'm not indulging in loads of sugar because sugar is just, it's more addictive than crack cocaine, you know, like eight times more than crack. Um, that is crazy. You know, so it's, it's like, you know, Mark Hyman, Dr. Mark Hyman um, talks about that a lot, but the best way to, to me, I think saying no at the holidays, if you say no to loads of, you know, 10 pounds of sugar and butter at the holidays, you're going to be able to keep weight off, feel good and keep it off all year. It's not a soft sell, I'm sure. But I'm just saying, if you want to feel better, there's no better time to start than right now. And so find some good recipes that you could make a health, a healthy holiday treat so that other people probably don't want to gain 10 pounds at the holidays either. And maybe have that one dessert or that one cocktail, that one eggnog that you cherish. But like decide ahead what you're going to have and plan your treats. That way they don't get out of control and you don't feel like remorse and like, oh my gosh, 
what did I do to myself afterwards? Yeah. And bring your own food to the party. Like everyone yeah. that's a regular Food Heals listener knows that I always make the vegan cheese play with all these decadent, delicious cheeses. And people either have no idea or they're like, what is this? And how do I get this? And I'm like, oh, it's plant-based. It's made of nuts. They're like, what? I love it. You know? And it's like, oh, easy way for me to get the food that I want. And also, you know, give other people a chance to taste some decadent food that might be healthier or might maybe not have the ingredients that you have a food allergy to or what or whatever it might be. So I love bringing my own food and also um, indulging when I can and also not having a, a judgment when I do, because I think that makes it worse because yeah. your cells read, read that like your cells are operating not only by the food that you put in your body, but the emotions that you have with the food. So if I'm going to eat that cookie or whatever, I'm going to enjoy it and smile while I eat it and say, thank you, God, for this food and let my body digest it, you know, well, and not be like, oh, this is going to make me sick. Oh, the, I'm going to regret this later because then guess what you are so let's not put that out there I think mindset has a lot to do with it as well would you say right I I really think to just like and I find it if I plan my treat you know if I want to have something if I plan my treat to me that's like a discipline um it's when you start eating and beating yourself up over it because then that just causes you to sabotage more and more and you might just, you know, have an eating frenzy because you feel terrible that you ate that piece of cake versus just allowing yourself to have it. And um, I, I don't think you should beat yourself up. I do think it's okay to have some treats. But like there again, I just believe in everything in moderation. And for me, I, I've created my own eggnog. I make a very healthy red velvet cake, all the treats. And I do exactly what you said. I take my treats with me. You know, I share them with people and they're always asking for the recipe. Um, and if I really am trying to stay at a certain health conscious, um, you know, the way where I feel good in my body, I, I might eat a salad before I go have some water or have some soup. So that when I do get to this holiday party, I'm not, you know, I don't go hungry. I don't go there starving to death. Right. <laughs> yep. I, I mean, I've been there. Exactly. <laughs> it makes it makes it so much easier not to indulge when you're like, oh, I'm not that hungry. And keep your fitness plan up during the holidays. Maybe you won't do as much like you usually do, but like get out there and get a jog and, you know, get, get everybody in the family to maybe do a little Christmas uh morning run, you know, for 20 minutes. It'd be fun, yeah. right? In your Christmas jammies. <laughs> <laughs> Make some good Instagram content. Um, Linda, what's your typical fitness routine like these days? So I do, I, I lift. <clears throat> I, I am back to competing again. But I'm not flying across the stage doing gymnastics or anything like that. <laughs> okay. um, but uh, I just did shoot for a cover at 60 years old with my first cover. <laughs> That's amazing. Yes. And I so want to be you when I grow up. <laughs> oh, thank you. I will say that, yes, I watched what I was eating. I uh, And I work out. I do. I lift probably about a good 30 minutes, uh, five days a week. And then I either do a HIIT training or I'll do like a, a long run. So I get my cardio in yeah, probably four days a week. And then mm -hmm. um, I just really watch what I'm eating. I don't, I do not indulge in a, in a lot of junk. I just try to eat clean and healthy. Um, I'm not really on like a strict plan, but I just don't eat a lot of sugar or chips or anything like that. And I want to say, because this is an audio podcast, Food Heals Nation, if you're listening, um, Linda is like a blonde bombshell. Like, And there's nothing wrong with aging, you guys. I just want to say, like, age naturally be you. But Linda looks like, I mean, how old do people think you are, Linda? 30? <laughs> yeah, a lot of times they think I'm 30. And then, you know, the you know this is terrible, but if somebody hits on me or something in an airport, yeah. I tell them, hey come on now, I'm a 60-year-old grandmother of two. <laughs> <laughs> Do they believe you? I bet they're like, no. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The, well, the, that happened to me at my last show, and the, and the, the person um, said, Do you have a daughter? <laughs> <laughs> so it was funny, but 
I just think taking care of yourself, because right now I've had two people this week that were in the hospital. My second grandchild was born. Um, it was, it was a, a crazy week of life cycle. And I just think when you look around, you realize, wow, you know, life is short. It really pays to go after your dreams and take the best care of yourself you possibly can. It matters. Well, I couldn't agree more and I appreciate all your tips. And I would say, um, you know, I don't want to encourage any health, unhealthy obsessions with anti-aging, but if you look at Linda, it's like when you look at JLo, you're like, she is absolutely spectacular at 50 something years old, 53, 54. Right. Yeah. And you can be like, Oh, she's a celebrity. She has access to all the plastic surgery and blah, blah, blah. Sure. Fine. But also this is because people are anti-aging themselves because of what they're putting in their bodies, the beliefs that they have overcoming trauma and thriving instead of overcoming trauma and being a victim for the rest of your life. Like your mindset, you're working on your body, working out every day. And I'm not saying you have to um, become a bodybuilder like Linda, but you can just move your body every day and that will keep your cells young. That will keep your face young. That will keep your hair, skin and nails growing, you know, all of the things. And so I just say that to, to let people know that you can thrive well into your, I mean, you're in your sixties, Linda, but I'm going to say hundreds, hundreds over a hundred. And I think that is one of my goals. I don't know about, I'm sure it's one of yours too, since you're 60 and you look 30. (laughs) Thanks. You're, you're too kind. I have to say, I am not anti-aging. I'm a, I believe in aging well. I'm just taking the best care of you because you're the only you you're ever going to have. And uh, I'll leave you guys with the words of my friend, Maha. She said okay. the funniest things to me. And um, I always, I, she's from Egypt and she just always says funny things. And one day she said, you know what makes you old? And I said, I don't know what. She goes, sadness misery. Mm. And so I That is so true. Yes. God. So do things every day to make yourself happy. It isn't just about the greens and the exercise. Yes. Well, greens and exercise do bring me joy, but that's because I know what they're doing for me. Um, but m- reframe it so it's not like, oh, I have to do this, but like I get to do this. And then go do something creative. Probably if you can do it in the morning, that makes that fuels your soul, that fills you up. Like, do you love to write and you're not like a writer by trade? Do you love to sing? Like, what is it? Like, do you love to draw? Like, what is it creatively that just makes you happy? And if you do that before you start your day, maybe you don't like your job or you don't like what you have to do that day. It'll just make that day go by so much better. And like, I don't know, I think adding creativity and something that brings you joy every day. Also, what was the word you use? Not anti-age, but ages you well, ages you better. And you're never too old and it's not too late. I reached all my greatest dreams uh, from 50 to 60. And so uh, wow, I think it's all about the quality of life that you have and and, you know, you do have to put in the work if you want to feel good as you age. Well, I can't wait to see what you do if you already reached all your goals between 50 and 60, what you do after 60. <laughs> so that's very exciting. <laughs> <laughs> see, I'm excited for it. <laughs> Absolutely, as you should be. Oh, well, Linda, thank you so much for being here. Where can everyone follow you, find you online, listen to your podcast, give us all the goods. Okay, so you can find me at Sisterhood of Sweat on any social media, sisterhoodofsweat.com. And I have uh, Operation Muscle Challenge coming out. And uh, we will put a link in the show notes for your listeners if anybody wants to be part of this challenge. It won't be starting until January, but you'll get a 20% discount. Oh, thank you. What happens in the challenge? Uh, we're going to do an eight weeks going through uh, my course of eat, you know, eating nutritionally and exercise. Uh, and we'll have like a Facebook community. And many people have really gotten rocking results. I mean, it's transformation time. You You get in the best shape of your life doing all of these things. So you can actually go to my website and see a lot of the testimonials under Chickmonials. 
Chickmonials. Okay, and that's all over at sisterhoodofsweat.com. And how can people uh, listen to the show? Follow you on Instagram. Okay, so uh, my show is on pretty much everything. The Sisterhood of Sweat is the name of the podcast. And Instagram is also Sisterhood of Sweat. I'd love to hear what you thought about the the show and DMs. I always respond. Perfect. Well, Linda, thank you so much for being here. You had so many inspiring words of wisdom. I now need to go back and listen so I can remember them. But thank you so much. Good talking to you again. Well, thank you. I enjoyed it. Thanks, everyone. holidays food heals nation i just felt like singing to you today i don't know what's wrong with me i did have one glass of wine that's what it is all right so i want to make sure that everyone knows about this amazing giveaway that i have going on right now and i literally said to a friend who's also a regular listener i go why haven't you entered the giveaway yet like you can definitely win i've got 10 gift bags to give away that's a lot right? It's not just one gift. It's 10. So there's 10 winners. She's like, oh, I just assumed that so many people had entered that I don't don't even have a chance. And I was like, I don't even have 10 entries yet. So listen up, Food Heals Nation. Right now is the time to enter because I have 10 to give away and I don't have 10 entries yet. So let me remind you how to enter to win this amazing gift bag, okay? So you're going to go to Spotify and you're going to search for the Food Heals podcast. Hit that follow button if you're not already subscribed on Spotify and screenshot it. And if you are already subscribed on Spotify, great. Just screenshot it so I can see it. Then you're going to go to foodhealsnation.com slash gift and you're going to fill out a survey. So that's going to take you to a survey form. If for any reason it says log into Google, then you just have to like log in with your Gmail or whatever just so you can fill out the survey. Okay. In the survey, you're just going to answer some questions, share what you like about the show, what you would like to see more of on the show so I can really customize the show to you and to what you want to see, what you want to hear. Help me co-produce the show that you already love and help me make it better for you. Then you're going to upload your Spotify screenshot and bam, you're entered to win. It's so easy. And then I figured out maybe you want two entries to win. So if you want two entries to win, all you have to do is create a Spotify playlist and add some Food Heals episodes to that playlist. Let's tell Spotify, hey, I love Food Heals because I just inked a little deal with them and I want to make sure I keep it, right? All right. So what are you going to win? I know that's what you want to know. All right. Well, I've got 10 swag bags full of some of my favorite organic products that are all vegan and things that I really, really do swear by. You hear me talk about them all of the time on this show. And I think almost all of them, I've interviewed a founder or a CEO on the show. So you know, it's good stuff. First up, we've got lip balm and vitamin C face cream and CBD capsules and CBD pain rub from CBD Fountain from our girl Susie. We've got Organifi. They've sent us some pure and some gold nutritional powders, which help with energy and vibrancy and sleep. We've got the holiday issue of Veg News. That is our favorite award-winning magazine and website, which has recipes and travel and news and food and reviews and so much more. Oh my gosh, we've got Renewed's Chagachino. Oh my God, it is so delicious. It's their super healthy, delicious mushroom-based adaptogenic coffee mix to make the best latte of your life. I'm not even kidding. Then we've got spirulina and chlorella from our friends at Energy Bits. That's made of pure algae, which you know is a sustainable whole food crop, and I take it religiously. It's one of the most nutritionally dense foods in the entire world. We've got Just Thrives, Just Calm, which is for better mood, support, and sleep. And we've got Just Thrives Spore-Based Probiotic, which you know I take every single day to help my gut and support our immune systems. You can even give it to your furry friends. Lily likes it as well. Then we've got the Global Healing Center. They've sent us some detoxidine, some B12, some quercetin, all these things to help you detox your body, boost your immunity, and keep allergies away, all made with pure ingredients you can trust. And we've got My Vital C's ESS60, which according to recent studies,
studies, ESS 60 in olive oil has the potential to double your lifespan, okay? Plus, it helps with pesky hangovers, it helps with pain relief and exercise recovery. And last but not least, we've got Athletic Greens AG1, their delicious pineapple green juice, which delivers a potent blend of nine health products, a multivitamin, minerals, probiotics, adaptogens, and more, all that work together to help you feel like your healthiest self. So who else wants to enter to win? You're supporting the show. You're helping me produce this show. And you're hopefully winning a swag bag. So head on over to foodhealsnation.com slash gift. Fill out that survey and you are entered to win. I can't wait to hear your answers and I can't wait to announce the winners. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, developing a more positive outlook on life. In rare cases, people have experienced a strong desire to actually start using their $39.99 a month gym membership. If you experience any of these symptoms, Snapchat your trainer immediately. (laughs) 